get through another world, a lesser world, a world not
Uh, I've been trying for you know to figure out I've been really trying to understand and it's uh I can't understand the stupidity. I'm sorry, I just don't get it. I you know, it's not it's not even really stupidity. It's 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 like programmed dumb like when people are when people are hypnotized, you know, how they're they do stupid things. You know, and or they'll obey stupid orders or they'll So it's like it's like I guess they're sort of hypnotized or like they're not human, they're just objects. And there's humans here, but we're surrounded, all of us, with these objects, these non-human, but human-looking, you know, and they're not holograms, because you could see through a hologram. I mean, they're not holograms. They're, uh, they're, they have flesh and blood, but there's no, there's no soul, you know, there's no, and, you know, to top it off, there never really was a soul, you know, they, they just, you know, there's a, Biden gave a speech yesterday, and uh, and I, I I'm not sure where he was, but a guy from the audience is like, "Why haven't you called a climate emergency, which would be like a climate lockdown?" The guy from the audience, actual you know, people from the audience are so dumbed down and so hypnotized and so propagandized that they're calling for a climate lockdown along with the end of capitalism and the end of what they don't realize is that they're going to die. So what do they care if there's a climate lockdown or climate this or that? They're going to die. They're calling, they don't realize it, but the words they say are calling for their own death. Why don't you call a climate emergency? Well, that would mean the end of food for them. The end of water for them. The end of life for them given happily by the totalitarian dictator of the USA, who is, uh, you know, a, a complete total criminal along with all his criminal thug buddies who are in Congress and uh, lawyers and whatever makes up the evil of Washington, D.C., total Babylon. Washington, D.C. is Babylon. You know, make no mistake, it's, it's, it's no mystery anymore, is it? It's mystery Babylon, and, and I guess as we read in the book of Revelation and we start getting to the defeat of Babylon, which um, I did a song, Queen of Babylon Fell. It wasn't very good. I mean, I, it, you know, I kind of, there's some moments that are good in it, but it's, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm kind of playing every instrument and I'm not, it's, I'm not really grooving on it, but it's there. But basically it was about the fall of Babylon. And, how the people who were so upset by the fall uh, were the people who practiced sorcery or practiced the 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 you know Queen of Babylon, the Horror Babylon's magic spells that they were practicing sorceries in their fornication with her. her the fornication with Babylon consisted of sorcery, and so we come up with big pharma is sorcery is pharmakia. And so now that the veil is lifted off, we see that every institution on earth is evil. Not one or two. I mean, they all are. And if they're not evil, they're on their way to evil because if they don't corrupt, they'll be put out of business. 
every person is forced into corruption because they can't get a job unless they go to the uber left to the to the left wing whatever that means or to the democrat party unless they are a member of the democrat party they can't get a job and the democrat party has become not democrats because it's nothing democratic about it it's basically a nazi totalitarianism and remember when i said nazi remember i've been pounding nazi in for years and years is there someone there? It's me. I heard the ring go. No, that was me. The door ring? No. Okay, so they're Nazi, and now they're calling them that uh, because of the fact that they celebrated in Canada this Waffen-SS, uh, you know, Nazi uh, pilot um, who, you know, killed the Westerners, and they gave a standing ovation because the whole thing, the whole parliament, everyone. And the reason why is because they're not... In other words, I've been vindicated now, finally, publicly. I've been saying Nazi for years, Nazi and nothing else. I've been saying Nazi only. Get away with all the other... uh, No other explanation, please. No other analysis, please, whether you're InfoWars or anybody else. It was now they're finally seeing the light and they're saying the same thing. They're saying Nazi now. Good. It's about time. I hate being, you know, the only one out there. Because then I just get ridiculed. You know what I mean? I get they they oh I don't you know, he's crazy, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out to be true, and then they don't they don't ask forgiveness, they don't apologize. They just go on, trash me, and they think it's okay. And my, my sin is being too far ahead, ahead in time. That's my sin. And I'm way ahead. Anyway, so then they tried to issue an apology, but they locked up the guy that broke the story of the guy they were lionizing and celebrating. They, the guy that broke the story, the journalist who was from the UK, they, they rounded up and locked him up because they know they're Nazi thugs. And this is the you know going for the final solution, which is the depopulation, but also the genetic programming, the genetic purity that was begun with the Third Reich, and now you know is carried on by the Fourth Reich, which is Joe Biden and everyone in that you know UN, Joe Biden, Klaus Schwab, the whole you know the whole the governments of the world are all Nazi in structure, totalitarian Nazi, you know they're. Nazis would take out groups of people and take them to a uh, uh, into the wilderness, drop them off to stretch their legs, and then they would pull up a fifty cal machine or a big machine gun, and then gun them all down and 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 throw them into a ditch on the side of the road or have a hole already made. And um, that's the uh, they don't intend to pay for people's housing and their food and shelter. They intend to. A kill, um, you know, and that's the reason for the immigration. Now, the other interesting thing about the stupidity f- factor, and, and I just feel so, maybe one day God will show me, you know, the mystery of this, because it's really a mystery to me. I've, I've spent a lot of time, yes, it's very early, God bless you. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time trying to understand, you know, and not being, you know, always being, calling it out or being, you know, trying not to be judgmental and things like that, you know, but at the same time, they're hurting us all. The stupid people are hurting us all. They're calling for climate lockdowns. They want more, 
jabs. I, you know, I wish they would just go ahead and get the poison clot shot and get on, get on with it. You know what I mean? They want to die anyway, obviously, because they're calling for it. Unless they don't understand that a climate lockdown would be their death. If they don't understand that, it would be a totalitarian lockdown. It would be a shift to the, to the uh, digital currency, the credit score. They're already building the compact cities. They've already started building them. They built your, they're building your graves. Don't, wouldn't that be worth standing up and saying something? Well, I can't get a job. I can't get a paycheck if I, unless I kowtow to the left. Because the dominant power in the world is Nazi. But they were there before, you know, as uh, the Toolist Society and the other secret societies, of occult societies that gave birth to ultimately the Nazi political party. But, I mean, ultimately it goes to uh, occultic secret societies and, and uh, you know, bloodline elites and, you know, fallen angels and also Antarctica and uh, the... the uh, uh, intertwining of, you know, what people call alien and, and, and flying saucers and spaceships and advanced technology. And, um, you know, and then, of course, Operation Paperclip, you know, bringing them all here. Mind control techniques, trauma-based mind control comes from the Nazi uh, situation, the experiments of Joseph Mengele, the... Uh, you know, it goes on and on and on and on and on. But they, they, they even celebrate Nazis by some of these elites, like we've heard of uh, Skull and Bonesers, people who went to Yale, will have a Nazi party where they dress up as Nazi officers and just hang out in their Nazi uniforms. One of the participants was a guy named Karl Rove, who's a, a welcome commentator on television. Little did you know, Karl Rove would be the end of your life. <laughs> he doesn't seem too dangerous. But, um, you know, taken together as a collective, they are quite dangerous, and they really mean business. And uh, Klaus Schwab was Nazi. George Soros, Nazi. And you can follow it all back. They take the Third Reich very seriously. They, they applaud. They have standing ovation for Adolf Hitler, the whole bit. And so they were the Nazis all along, not the Russians. And so when the Nazis fought the Russians, they give standing ovations in Canada, for the Nazis that fought the Russians. You see, it's the by giving your tax money to them, you're giving money to the Nazi party that's fighting the Russians. The Nazi party that's, you know, killing, really what they wanted to call from society, you, you, people get hung up on, on Jews. It's not just Jews. What it is is uh, genetic impurities. They're very much, um, uh, you know, influenced by Nietzsche and by... Um, the idea of the Superman. The Superman would be the man of the future. It would be the not only the genetic purity of the cleansing of the race, but then the advent, the ultimate white supremacists, were really Aryan supremacists, would be Nazis, would be Joe Biden. Joe Biden would be the ultimate racist. But black people can't seem to get it through their head, you know, at all, that the very people that are controlling them and or telling them to riot and loot which is now that just makes them look like idiots. Now, you know, uh, you, you know, you lose all credibility when you go to that. But who's putting them up to it? It's the Nazis are putting them up to it. And from the Nazis comes Margaret Sanger, who want to put an end or at least curb the amount of black people by forming Planned Parenthood along with uh, Bill Gates's family 
to cull the, 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 the weeds, i.e. black people, from the human race. So the entire Democratic Party would be about eliminating the black race. But they don't tell you that, and the blacks can't figure it out. And the sad part about that is, if you look at the population of blacks, they've been eclipsed by Hispanics, which would not have happened. And, you know, they'll, they'll, on the one hand, they'll celebrate the athletes, you know, and then at the same time, at, at, at the other side of their ass, they'll be talking about genocide back in the back room, and they'll be all people that are... Mar- and then on the next, in the next hand, they'll be marching for civil rights for black people while plotting to kill them. And the black people can't seem to figure it out. They, Hillary Clinton said, we need to bring the black people to, he- to heal, she said, like dogs. And then all the black people that surround the Democrat Party are slave dogs. They're, they're slaves. And there's nothing we can do about it. And, and, and then they're the ones out, and they want to march against slavery. And Kamala Harris is out there. She's an Indian woman from India. Kamala is an Indian name. As you know, it's, Kamal is the, Kamal is the uh, male derivation. It's a Hindu name, actually. But, of course, that doesn't matter because that would be educated. <laughs> oh, my God, how racist. <laughs> so they really have it. You know, they have the social engineering. They've won the fight against the mind control. I've, as I've looked out there and I've seen the Nazi mind control, and I'm just going to call it what it is, is Nazi mind control, Nazi aliens, Nazi UFOs, Nazi, 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 Nazi. Everything Nazi. Just like I said years and years ago. Now, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. And the interesting thing about the Nazis, and, and the reason why we, that's the thing to study rather than Karl Marx, rather than you know, Das Kapital, rather than um, any other book, is because the playbook is contained within the sciences of the Nazis and the UFOs and the advanced technology and CERN and all of that comes out of the same thing, and Switzerland, and Austria, and Germany. And then, you know, and the mass migration, which is basically a replacement migration, but the idea is ultimately to even replace them because the people coming across the border are not genetically pure like Nazis want. They want Aryan pure. Okay? And that would be Joe Biden wants Aryan pure. That would be Barack Obama wants Aryan pure. Uh, he figures his lineage goes to the to royalty and to bloodline because he's uh, you know he is a um, uh, you know he's 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 black and white and that's not really the, even the issue. The issue really goes to where is he in the royal scale? Well, he's a bloodline elite, so he's he has AB negative blood too. Seems that all the presidents have AB negative blood. Isn't that interesting? Of course, nobody mentions it. You mention it, they call you, a, you know, an idiot, or they call you a conspiracy theorist, a tinfoil hat, and you talk about Draco like I did the other day, and the the intertwining of the Nazis and the lizards, and the, the lizards gave the Nazis all their epaulets and uniforms and structure and goose stepping. All that comes from the lizards, right? And their symbols come from the lizards. All of that. So, in order to be one of those, you must be stupid. 
You must not be, in other words, you must not be a free thinker or have common sense. Your common sense comes from the state. Your intelligence comes from the state. You, you have no more or no less intelligence than you need to do the task that you've been given to do. And that's the only task, whether it be killing innocent people because they're in the way, because of climate change. They can easily justify going out and, say, taking a group of 100,000 people in a stadium and killing them all in the name of climate change, you know, to save the earth. I'm just following orders. So the, the, the potential for death tolls now is far greater since COVID. And I got, they got their first taste of blood. I think there's 200 million people dead. And, um, you know, from, from COVID, from shots, from the, from the thing they launched, which was basically a binary weapon, COVID being one part of the binary weapon, and then the shot, even the PCR test being another part of the binary weapon. In other words, it's, uh, uh, the 5G is also part of the binary it's more than binary, obviously. It's a multi-weapon. But, I mean, the, the, the frequency also triggers the disease, COVID, so that they don't have to launch something like a disease. It's already in the people that took the shot. There's also latent diseases that are triggered by frequencies uh, that can be emitted by 5G towers. And so you could have mass sickness instantaneously, Marburg disease, Ebola, any of those. Uh, they're going to run a test on the 4th of October, where they're going to see how much they can, how much disease they can trigger, because most people are stupid, so they're going to go ahead and leave their cell phones on, and they're going to, you know, leave their electronics on. They're not going to heed any warning, and probably there'll be a lot of mass sickness coming up in the winter time. They'll blame it on Marburg. They'll blame it on other things. They'll blame it on uh, COVID two or the new variant. They'll use it as a, a reason to lock it down. And everything that's done, including climate change and the hot weather and all that stuff has all been from them. Their machines, their technology, their weather uh, modification, their weather control, their diseases, every single thing that's happened to the human race has been them doing it. Maui was classic. Uh, There was a mass murder in Maui. And uh, these um, weapons were basically satellite weapons uh, that were you know using laser technology to start fires, and if you <clears throat> you can verify the position of the satellites online right now, so you can see what satellites were there. There were CCP NORAD satellites. Now, I don't know what it means. CCP is you know the uh, you know Chinese, but then it says NORAD. So I don't know what that means. Is there a collaboration? <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but it's the same people. The, the there's no mistake the United States and China are in bed together, and, 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 and they all are. And basically, it was a mass murder. Uh, they're not only murdering um, you know, people, they're murdering a certain kind of people. They're certain, they're, 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 you know, Biden and company and the, the globalists and the people in charge of these satellites and the CCP and others uh, who are participating in this and COVID and all the things they're doing to humanity. Basically, what they did in Maui was they, um, they're eliminating the idea of indigenous people. And the reason why is because they're not genetically pure, for one thing. They're heathen. That's another reason they want to get rid of them. And they want to also make a lot of this technology and diseases race-specific as well. And so racism plays a big part in 
because the reason I say that is because I look at Nazi philosophy and I look at Nazi occultism. And when I look there, then I see the answers as to CERN, satellites, uh, you know, culling, culling the race, the Gates family, the various families, the Russell Trust, Yale Skull and Bones, uh, you know, modern Freemasonry, certain secret societies, and certain individuals, like I mentioned Margaret Sanger. The whole point of Planned Parenthood and Gates is to, you know, again, eliminate most black people. And, you know, and as Hillary Clinton said, you know, the ultimate Nazi woman, bring them to heel. And then the blacks sidle up to her like in Haiti, and then they take lots of you know black children off Haiti and distribute them in the in the in the in the uh, trafficking networks because there's a great appetite worldwide, a great demand as we know. The reason that there's so much human trafficking is because of the demand, and most of the people that are demanding it are millionaires and billionaires, and they're above the law. So, you know, the FBI, CIA, all these agencies work for them personally. They don't work for you. They don't work for the state. They don't work for the United States. They work for the, for the, for the, for the um, elites of the world. That's the whole purpose of having a private army is to keep the masses at bay. Because they're, they're ultimately they figure out that these people are just flesh and blood and they've stolen everything that they've got and they've stolen from the people and stolen through credit cards and through mortgages and taxes and at some point they're gonna the, the, even no matter how dumb the people are at one point they're going to figure it out and then their wrath is going to be turned on the state and on the elites we already saw a little bit of that with oprah winfrey how the people turned on oprah and they're still turned on her it's not a not a fly-by-night thing with oprah they really hate her guts and she's a hated woman and she's really hated in Maui. I mean, if you go to Maui, you're going to realize that, um, you know, that the, the Bezos, her, the billionaires who tried to move in and steal Maui are hated. Of course they're hated by the, by the, the Hawaiians are a, you know, ro- have royal autonomy. Did you know that? Did you know that King Kamehameha made Lahaina the center of the, all the islands for, you know, political and uh, power center? You know, there's a there's a couple of reasons for that. One of the reasons is the situ, is, is Lahaina as it's situated next to the volcano Haleakala, and how it it's situated there. You know, in a in a power spot of ley lines and all that um, compared to the other islands. So it's really the hub of the islands, not Honolulu or anywhere else. It's really the hub, and so. And the children, you know, many of them, you know, burned alive, but uh, also, you know, rumors of, of the children being taken for various purposes. Well, children are in demand all over the world. They're taken for ritual purposes. It's called um, the ones that survive are survivors, and they claim satanic ritual abuse. That means they've been put in satanic rituals and abused. And they live to tell about it. Most don't. And that's why something like satanic panic or false memory syndrome, which is all cooked up by think tanks uh, to cover it all up so people don't realize what kind of world they've been born into, that it's run by Satanists. It's run by, you know, people call it the pedocracy, but it's really beyond just, just obsession with children. But children are needed because, well, for example, the lizards have an appetite for children, but then 
so do they. And, um, you know, they, it's an insatiable appetite because they're cut off from the source, which is God. So the next thing, the next best, the only way they can derive power is on, you know, the innocent babies, children, young. And so they take the power because that's the only way they can keep going. Why do you think we demand abortion in America? Abortion is demanded because it's, it's considered a satanic human sacrifice. And it's for the purpose of keeping their system, Babylon, going. But to the average person, it's like getting rid of an, un, you know, being, you know, oh, I got pregnant, I better get rid of the baby, you know, and making it cool to do that. But, the, but there's a reason they're doing it, a spiritual reason, and it's for power. Notice how abortion is so important because it's a, it's a holy, it's, you know, an unholy, but it's a sacrament. Now, the people don't like to hear that because they go, well, it's my body, my choice, Seth. And I say, well, of course it's your body, your choice, but I'm just trying to tell you spiritually what you're feeding with your abortion is you're, you're really not, it's not about you. It's about that they want it for their power and they're going to use, you're not going to get, you know, power from your abortion. Now, I know there's a lot of people getting pregnant now for the purpose of aborting their babies because they think they're going to get a power rush out of it. And that might be, you might get credit for it. And if, you know, if, if, you know, it's a, it's a way to do a free assassination without having to go to jail for murder, you know, and then get the, and get the satanic benefit from that, which is called power. Because without the abortion, without the human sacrifice, without the wars, war is the same thing. It's satanic abuse. So when you say satanic ritual abuse, war is a satanic ritual, so it's abuse too. Funerals are satanic ritual abuse because the people watching that are subjected to mind control and Babylonian spiritual practices on, on TV, like say for the George Bush funeral or John McCain or whatever, and you're watching, you're getting inculcated to Babylonian ritual and you don't even know what you're watching. I know. It seems like they're light years ahead of us. In everything, but they do exist in the future. They have time travel, so they they are able to do things to us back behind. And at the same time, they don't have all the answers either. Like the Terminator had the answer in Terminator to come back through time and try to eliminate the other Terminators so that the human race doesn't ex go extinct. And then Skynet and all that, you know, they put an end to it. You know, even even Schwarzenegger comes back and he he sees that you know he's got to eliminate the other Terminators. You know, if the human race is to survive. And so you've got all that kind of thing. And these kind of movies are um, not just accidentally prescient. There's, there's, um, there's, you know, logic to them. And the people that get to make movies like that have inside knowledge. And they try to find a way to fictionalize it to, so that people are not alarmed. You know, people don't really know. You know, they don't really know anything. People in general don't know, actually don't know anything. PhDs don't know anything. <laughs> they know nothing. Because if you don't know this, just the basics of what I'm talking about, then you don't know what your world is. You don't know what reality is. You don't know what, what you know, is, is. You don't know what is. Because if you knew what is, you'd be on your face before Jesus Christ right now. Lord Jesus, help us. You're the only path. But I don't think it's enough to have a path out of here. I think the Lord, and I pretty much know the Lord, wants you to know why you want Jesus. Why do you want the way? Jesus is also called the way. 
not a human being. The way. It's not male or female. The way. But you can't understand that if, you're, if you've been living on Earth because you're you know, programmed and propagandized to not see that. But he's called the way. Another name for Jesus is I make all things new. Another um, name is Wonderful Counselor. That's also a name for the Holy Spirit. Another name is God. Another name is the cornerstone rejected by the builders. So he had to be sacrificed. He had to be uh, crucified because he's the stone rejected by the builders. So that name existed before he was crucified. So that that is prophetic proof of, of, you know, God's existence and purpose. Truly the unveiling has occurred. The apocalypse is on us now because the unveiling of all these things is, has, has gone on so that, that all kinds of people know now all these things that they would laugh at you. You talk about, they'll oh, get the tinfoil hat now. Yeah, well, it would be funny if it was just some kind of like mindless conspiracy theory. That would be pretty funny, but unfortunately, it's all true. All. All of it true. Not a little bit, not 80%, 100%. And so, they, well, I don't believe you. Well, that's good. Live in your bubble. And I'll bet you, if you don't believe anything I say, then I'll bet you you don't believe in God either. Of course not. That's, a, that's an old myth from patriarchs. Okay. Well, then, you know, when you're dead, your life will have, been, have really been meaningless, won't it? But then you don't care about that. I know you don't care whether it was meaningless or not. You're just trying to get through. So the only thing you look forward to is the weekend or getting high. But those jobs are going to dry up that you've got. The paycheck's going to go away. Even if you, you know, try to become useful to them, like George Soros did by going after, you know, uh, Jewish landowners and, and, and killing them all and stealing their land, uh, you know, he found a way to survive, even though he was a Jew, and he helped to hunt down the Jews. So he survived. That's your, that's your God. Soros is God of, one of the gods of this world. He's one of Satan's pantheon. And his job is to bankrupt you, to put you in chains, and to kill you. That's basically it. But he gets a welcome, um, welcome on TV. You know the the, the 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 mockingbird media, which is which are I don't even know if they're human anymore, but they're good for nothing. I mean, they're obviously the kind of people you just want to kind of step on. You know. That if you see them in public, you go, oh, hello. You, say, no, you sort of like, you know, spit on your hand and put it in their face. You know what I mean? You don't give them quarter when they're trying to kill you. You, you, know, you recognize the. I know. I know that that doesn't happen in America. In America, people worship their murderers. People worship crime. People worship the criminals they are stealing from them. People worship Biden, who's stealing everything that they've got. Everything that he can get his hands on, who's laundering money through the Ukraine. They just basically, you know, um, and no, the Republicans are right in line with Biden. No, don't worry. They're, they're, they're basically the same party as a Franklin cover-up. So there's no quarter given to them either. If you want to see a really pathetic crowd of people, go ahead and look at the 
replay of the so-called Republican debate for candidates. Not one of those people could get elected to be dog catcher. They're all useless. So don't look at me as a Republican. I, have, I reject both parties. I reject the entire reality of this planet. I reject everything, and I reject pretty much everyone. And if you showed me anything, if the Lord showed me anything at all, he showed me to trust no one is the godly way. Trust no trust is trust is not really even in the Bible except for trusting the Lord. But other than that, it it you know it's like you will fear no man. But you, but inherent within those messages is uh, biblical messages is you will trust no man. Trust God only. Only Him do I serve. I don't serve man, so I don't trust man, because man will one hundred percent of the time let you down. Pretty much, even just not meaning to. But just circumstances in everyone's lives will cause people to let each other down, even though it may not be on purpose. It's still not going to be reliable. So, so the Bible is not about trusting man. It's about you know the Lord saying, "My thoughts are above your thoughts; my ways are above your ways." The only reason I know everything I know is because the Lord informs me, shows me where to look. So I'm too awake. I mean, I you know seem to know a lot of stuff way ahead of time, and the problem with that is, it it causes a lot of pain. It causes a lot of pain to know that there's really no, you know, there's really no man-made solution. But then I, when I turn to the Lord completely and I give my heart over, I go, oh, I repent, thinking I could have a solution. I have no solution, folks. I don't have a solution. The only solution I have is Jesus. And that's all. And then he's just put me here to, you know, decipher everything for people. You know, I can, I can, you know, because we we were talking about things like this ten years ago, weren't we? Not that it had any relevance, because when people people need to see it to to take heed. Now they're seeing it, but they're digging their faces into the ground even further, which is really kind of amazing to me. You know, they're on the verge of a total, you know, I mean, they've only got the contact tracers going now. The Clinton Initiative has been reborn. And they're starting it all up. And you people are going to be at the other end of a shotgun. And your children are going to be taken from you. You know that. Everything you work for is going to be taken. There's going to be nothing left. So what are you going to do? And I just say, well, we have bounty and riches in Christ Jesus. That's where the treasure lies. That's where the, 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 your share of whatever exists where nobody can take it from you. It's given without repentance to everyone. We own everything. We own them. And yet we're in this inverted position at, at, you know, underneath them. The last thing the Lord wants to see is us becoming slaves to them, which is done through consent. You consent to serve them. You are their slave. You have lost your soul. You've crossed the line. Very simple. You, you, know, you, you keep your integrity. You maybe, maybe you don't get a paycheck. You know, Because they're, they're getting to the point where they're making it so that you don't get a new university, which, of course, they're all rigged. They don't educate people. They just basically indoctrinate people. But... You don't get anywhere in society without being beholden to them. 
and I think that, you know, and, and whatever the circumstances are, um, well, you could say, well, but you're doing movies, doing Craze House and all that. Yeah, but there's not with no help from them, there's no help there. There's no, hey, buddy, buddy. You know, and the reason why is because why should we celebrate our death and be in cahoots with someone else that's dying and ignorant and say, oh, yeah, let's make movies together. I mean, let's make music together. What for? What would be the purpose in that? No, there's no purpose at all. If, the, if they're whistling by the graveyard, they have no purpose in life. They might make beautiful music or make wonderful movies and everything, but I mean, they're not really there to enjoy. They're not there to, to celebrate that because they're not there at all. They're not actually there. And, you know, when you, you know, walk in concert with demons... They have all kinds of talent they can give you for your songs or for your movies or for your books or for whatever it is you need talent for your athletic prowess. They say that as soon as you rebel against Satan, whatever gifts you had for music, for you know, being an athlete, for, for anything, any of these things in the world, being a race car driver, whatever it is, all those talents go away and you don't have it anymore. How many of you have seen people that lost their vocal, their voice, lost their ability? I have most of the rock stars, right? Because they wake up, eventually they realize they've been manipulated. They, they no longer sow to the devil. And what happens? Their voices go. Their songwriting ability goes. Their, right? Their, their whole thing goes. And then they get older and they just sort of fade out, right? And, uh, you know, that's the... Uh, That's the, that's the age-old thing, the picture of Dorian Gray. What happens? Eventually, the, the picture gets younger, and the guy who is using the picture as a magic trick to, get, to stay young, he starts aging suddenly. In other words, the, the magic goes away. What happens to these people when they're finally done with their run? When, they don't, when, when Satan's going, well, what have you done for me lately? Have you killed anyone? Have you sacrificed anyone? Have you ruined someone's career or life? No? Well, then you're going to get demoted. And next thing you know, they're not the, the hot property anymore. They're faded. I think this is kind of like what's happened to... Um, and, and then they go insane. Like, you know, you look at Britney Spears. Her time has come and gone, right? And what's happened to her? Have you seen her videos with the knives and all that? Well, what, what, is, what is the purpose of Britney Spears at this point? She has no purpose. There is no purpose. Nobody wants her singing. They don't want her on stage. They don't, they don't want her anymore. And what's she doing? Well, she was trying to wake up out of the mind control and get free of it. But in, in so doing, she's not doing much for Satan, is she? She can't be a tool of Satan at this point. Then she devolves into mental illness unless she's got a relationship with God, which looks like she doesn't based on the videos I've seen. But then again, people can change. You know, she has a lot of opposition. And um, people that have gotten rich off the system do have a lot of opposition when, when they want to finally rebel against it. I don't say rich or famous or whatever. You know, they, they do have uh, people that are like police that watch them. And if it looks like they're going to try to break rank or get out of there, all of a sudden, Randy, they get Randy Quaided. They get, right, they get gang stalked. Their bank accounts gang stalked. Their property is ransacked. They, you know, they, 
they basically go, they get taken, they, they operate as a hive. It's like they all are activated, all these operatives. You know, lawyers, agents, managers, bankers. They get debanked. They get, you know, suddenly, you know, Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, he can't, they try to force him into bankruptcy because he's not towing the, uh, the, the Democrat party line. He's not kissing Joe Biden's ass. So American Express pulls out. And the banks pull out. And then there he is. He's trying to, he's trying to you know, cope with this rapid fire, complete destruction of a, of a good man. I may not, you know, I may not, you know, be, you know, best friends with him or anything, but I mean, I, I can see that he's done nothing wrong and I admired his entrepreneurship of getting on TV and, you know, coming up with his own commercials and selling his pillows and trying to come up with a better pillow. You know, and then I saw him get kicked out of Bed Bath & Beyond and then Bed Bath & Beyond went bankrupt, pretty much. They're gone. They're, 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 they will be if they're not yet. And um, so he got de-retailed, he got debanked, he got de-credit carded. They've basically taken everything away from him they can take away. And all they're trying to do is break him so that he finally you know, cries out. And when he does cry out, they'll crush him even more because they take that as a sign of weakness. Once in, never out. Once out, never in. So because he's a Christian male... And he's not kowtowed to their system, and he's made his millions of dollars without that. Then, even if he apologizes to them, they'll crush him all the more. Just like if, if you know, say Owen Shoyer, who's going to this really makes me mad. Owen Shoyer makes me as mad as Maui. Here's a guy, young man, that I I enjoy listening to, um, you know, on occasion. And he's basically just pointing out the stupidity. We have a lot of parallel things we talk about, especially stupidity. That even though you're going to die, why would you serve a system that's killing you? Why would you serve people that want you dead? You know, or that want you to fail? I don't get it. You know, but, but again, I, I, I don't even think the greatest psychologists in the world understand it. <clears throat> why would you do that? So he's always dealing with that subject. So that's, you know, that's, that parallels some interest I have. So um, on January 6th, he didn't do anything. He didn't go into the Capitol. He walked around. He tried to stop people from going into the Capitol. Apparently that's what he claims. And that's what witnesses are saying. And, um, you know, he was aligned with Alex Jones, which was basically trying to not get people to, you know, be destructive or, you know, to, you know, to, to do what happened because it was a trap set by the FBI and uh, by the uh, uh, D.C. police and organized by Nancy Pelosi. So it was all rigged. And, you know, they've used it as an excuse to throw people in jail who may, who may not have even been there. That, that, but, but, but they feel like but their words and their podcasts aided and abetted the January 6th, so therefore they need to go to prison for 18 years. And uh, so they're very serious. They've, the, this, the United States is not the United States, and the people that say America and wave the flag are idiots because this place is worse than the Soviet Union in its heyday. The fact that you're putting people in prison for wrong think, makes it 
as bad as the, and then of course the rise of the psychiatrist is next. And, um, that's underway right now to where people get labeled mentally ill and then they lose their credibility for the rest of their life. It's brutal. It's mean. It's intolerant. It's completely non-inclusive. And the very people, when they say inclusivity, that's how you know your enemy. If they say equity, that's your enemy. If they say inclusivity, that's your enemy. If they say, you know, tolerance, if they say um, white privilege, they say any of these words, you know that's the enemy, right? They want you dead. They're your mortal enemy, and they're, they're the godless enemy. They hate God, they hate you, they hate common sense, and they just want what they want, as you can see with the looting they do and all that. They just want what they want. They're being completely, not just supported, but they're being aided and abetted by the Democrat Party to loot and to come across the border illegally. And Republicans are too cowardly and too cucked to do anything about it. So don't expect me to join that. The whole COVID thing, the whole COVID jab after killing that many people, you'd think people would wake up. They're getting ready to do it again, only even worse. But people don't care. They're going to die anyway. They want to die. I have no other conclusion. I've said stupidity, dumbness. Is that that doesn't really explain the whole thing, though, does it? It's more like they have a death wish. They just want this life to be over with. So they're going to cooperate with lockdowns, knowing that the next time there'll be no food in the house. But if you know, if you leave, they'll you'll be shot on sight. So they want to starve to death. I mean, there is no other explanation. The other explanation would be either stupidity or they want to die. Which one is it? There is no freedom. There is no freedom of thought. There's only rote conformity, in which case they are, their souls are gone anyway. So they're NPC characters. You know what I mean? They're not human anymore, so there's no need to treat them that way. They're either that... Or they're conscious human beings, and those are targeted by the evil. So we're seeing the depths of evil right now on a level we've never seen before. It's in your face. So when they deny it, it's there, or they say it's a conspiracy theory, then they're gone. They're not human anymore. They're gone. There's no need to deal with them. Other thing I want to tell you guys, practical stuff. Cancel your Thanksgivings and cancel your Christmases, please. For your own sakes, cancel, because that's going to be a big, a big hub of gang stalking right there, both. Of course, cancel Halloween. Halloween is, you know, a ridiculous satanic, uh, you know, it's, it's all tied in with the occult anyway, so don't do that. But, you know, when it comes down to Christmas dinner, family get-togethers, Easter... Uh, you know, Passover for Jews, um, you know, uh, any of the other uh, high holy days, collective worship in churches, avoid because they're filled with police now, you know, undercover, you know, people that are undercover, that their eyes and ears are used by the hive. They see you. They use those like as cameras to keep track of you. They're only tracking you. They're not tracking all of them. They don't need to. They use them as radars, right? And that's the whole purpose of the clot shots is to put the, uh, is to grow the um, network within people so they can use them as, you know, radar and as uh, AV, audiovisual 
you know, audiovisual um, uh, components in a world of pure surveillance. Why surveillance? Because the whole, the whole game is sold. The whole purpose of all the things that you see in the world today, everything, including entertainment and concerts and movies and, and games and, and, and you know, TV news media and television itself and, and Netflix and, and Amazon Prime and all of that has one, one purpose and one purpose only to breed confidence within you so that you will consent and you, you, to make you feel like you don't want to be left out and you don't want to be left behind. So to make it give you an incentive to join them, that's the purpose of football. That's the purpose of baseball. That's the purpose of gra- high school graduation. That's the purpose of fraternities. That's the purpose of sororities. That's the purpose of the military. That can, may, may go on. That's the purpose of board meetings. That's the purpose of uh, stockholder uh, meetings, stakeholder meetings. All of this has to do with being inclusive, being included, being a part of it. And free thought, free thinking, common sense, uh, free research, you know, and uh, uh, freedom in general, is, you know, and, and freedom to worship is, you know, to them, um, Satan. It's, you know, God is Satan to them. They know God exists more than, than most people. Just like I know Hindus don't have Jesus, but they, they know God because all of their, they don't have polytheism, as I explained. And I've been re- re- looking into it. You know, all the names that, that people have, the surnames and the first names, all have to do with glorifying God, the one God, not multiple gods. And this is just a little bit of research that we could do, but anyway, they don't have the Lord Jesus, but when uh, a Hindu sees Jesus, they recognize and they immediately, they, they just, they're there because it answers all the questions of the Vedas and Hinduism are answered and even, and Buddhists too. It, it, it's all wrapped up in Jesus and then they see that and then that's the end of it. Yeah, there's a lot of Christians coming in, up in Pakistan. Pakistan is on the Indian border. Little treasure orphanage that we support here, and, and these these are street kids. These are untu- what they call in the caste system untouchables. Uh, they're in Lahore, Pakistan, which is right at the border of India, of of northern India. Well, I'd say middle to not not quite all the way to the north, but in kind of middle India, and they're right underneath, um, like you know, Afghanistan is on the border of Pakistan. Okay, and then further north is Tibet. And then off to the to the east would be then China. And um, so India sits in the hub of, of all of that. And like I say, all the names, all the, the, the Hindu names for boys and girls, you know, you look it up when they, when you know, look up baby names. And you'll see that they're all about God. And the same thing with um, Islamic names, like say for Afghanis. All the names, pretty much, not all of them, but I mean, you know, lots of them pertain to God. You know, and it's, 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 it's so around the world we have names and culture and, 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 and customs that are all attempting to honor God. 
and say, well, no, nah, it's not Jesus. It doesn't count. Well, no, the West has a big problem called dualism. And dualism is, is, a, is, is miscognition. If you look at John 17, it calls for the end of dualism. And, the, and, the, and it calls for monism, which is what Hinduism is. It's already monism. All these different Shivas and Vishnu and, and even the evil gods like Kali, you know, and all that. It's all wrapped up in the one thing and the one aspect. Of, you know, these are all aspects of God. And, you know, you learn that if you take any class in, in Eastern religions, in the, first, the first, in, the, in the first textbook you would get, you would learn that. You know, in, in like Hinduism 101, that's what you would learn. You know, and uh, you would learn that each, each of these gods has a different kind of function. Like Krishna, for example, appears in the Mahabharata, which is a story about really playing a game, um, uh, you know, in, in the part of the Mahabharata called the Bhagavad Gita, which is a certain story within that, uh, Krishna appears as a chariot driver. And Krishna's job is to in, inform the chariot, uh, the, 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 um, the guy, um, Arjuna, who's taking the chariot and, and going to war, to inform them why they have to have war, why he has to follow through with his caste, why he has to be true to his position in life. You know, why he needs to, because he's saying, I don't like war, I don't want to kill people, I want to I leave, I don't want any part of this. And, and Krishna is making the collective argument that he is a part of it, and he makes the, 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 the argument, the point that the body, you know, which is sacred, has to do with there's the head, you know, the, which is the priestly class, the Brahma class. There's the, the arms and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the force and the strength, and that would be the merchant class and the, uh, the, the warring class, you know, the, the soldier class and the merchant class. And then you get down to the legs, which is the servant, and then the feet, which are the, the lowly servants, and then, the, 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 then down to the underneath of the feet, which are the untouchables or the sudra class. And that all these classes are necessary for the good of the whole body. Because the body can't exist if everybody wants to be a priest. If, and, it's all, and it's all, the caste system is all based on your birth, right? It's, it's um, fascinating. And a lot of these, you know, a lot of India was beginning with villages and tribes and eventually became a state after, you know, uh, especially after... Uh, 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 British occupation. So you know, and also the the Christianizing of uh, uh, of uh, India, which has been largely overturned by people that believe that they have you know God and they have the the sacred river and the sacred this and the sacred hat and everything everything becomes sacred in India. So it's very interesting. Um, and our friends Violet and John. Christian missionaries that are on the ground with all these people that the people you'd see in Mumbai and Lahore and, you know, Bangladesh and any of these countries that have this Hindu background and they're all dressed in the same kind of garb and, and they have veils and, you know, and headdresses and all kinds of things that they wear. And, and even Christian music is, is still done with harmonium and drums and, you know, traditional Indian instruments and, and, and in Pakistan as well. Um, 
you know, but they're on the streets and they're saying to people, you know, the, the highest yearning of Hinduism uh, was probably, um, you know, had to do with yoga and asceticism. And when I say yoga, I don't mean just positional yoga. I mean, you know, there's karma yoga. There's, you know, there's Kali yoga. There's all kinds of yogas, but it all has to do with, you know, the attempted union with God. And I understand that the Christians have an argument against that, but that's what it's supposed to be, even if it, if it falls short. Like karma yoga would be, for example, doing good deeds would be your yoga, doing good deeds for people, right? Karma, right? Sowing good, you know, taking care of the poor, helping people that are starving, you know, doing good work is a karma yoga. What the work we do with the um, little treasure orphanage is, it would be, if we weren't Christian, we'd be saying it's karma yoga because we're doing a good thing. We're trying to, we're freeing slaves. We're freeing families from trafficking, you know, because kids are trafficked, little little two-year-olds are trafficked. And we're rescuing them and buying their freedom and, 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 and food and trying to keep them going in, a, in, a, in an atmosphere that is completely hostile to, to Jesus 100%. And why is that? Why is Jesus thriving? Because where there's the most persecution, there's the most thriving. So what does that mean for the United States? It means that in the United States, there will be a... Uh, you know, I guess you could call it a revival for, well, you can't really call it a revival for the churches because if they've had 501c3 monikers, there is no revival. They need, they're not, they're dead to begin with. They need to be born again for the first time. The pastors are illegitimate. I don't care how well they know the Bible. I don't care how much theology school they went to. I don't care how many divinity degrees they have. They're illegitimate and they need to, to, to throw all their book learning out and get on their face and ask forgiveness. That's where they really need to be. But that's coming. Because, see, I don't have to point that out to them. They already know they're, they're liars. They know that they're cheaters. They know that, um, you know, when they pray, they don't expect anything because God really just has turned his back on them. So what happens is a lot of the congregation starts practicing, you know, magic and witchcraft and stuff like that. And there's sorcery all over the world, whether, whether it be Hindu Buddhist, Catholic, Santeria, witch, witch doctors in Africa. It doesn't really, you know, voodoo in Haiti. Uh, really, this is a backlash from religions not working. But if you have a fake Jesus in your church, the people will turn away eventually from that anyway. They'll say, Jesus didn't work. I went to church every day, studied the Bible every day with Bible scholars, got a divinity degree, did everything, and there's no Jesus. My hour of need, there's, I'm all alone. And, you know, and then you say, well, maybe you're blocking the Lord. Oh, that couldn't be. I mean, I'm a holy man, you know, so I've got credentials. I have a divinity degree. I couldn't be blocking the Lord. I love the Lord, so I got a divinity degree. Divinity degree. <laughs> and, well, you better take that degree, burn it, and go out and try again. Try again. It doesn't matter what age you get it. Just go get some. <laughs> you know? Get it. 
the Lord's not shy. I, I just throw yourself at the Lord and, and see what happens. Maybe it'll work. Maybe, maybe he doesn't want you. Maybe he didn't choose you. Maybe you're really a child of the devil. And you need to go serve that. Believe me, children of the devil are very welcomed on earth. They're very revered. The people love children of the devil. The people, they make them into rock stars and track stars, Olympic athletes, all kinds of stuff, you know, mathematician geniuses. Yeah, children of the devil are very revered. I mean, look at, uh, you know, Oppenheimer. You say, well, he was a Hindu. Uh, well, he claimed Hindu uh, to, to, to know Hindu scripture. He used some Hindu scripture like the Upanishads to, to develop his theories of micro and macro or equal. Atman Brahman, remember? There was a similarity in all these religions and then a similarity in all the... And all the sorcery has similarities to it around the whole world. The sorcery and witchcraft all has... Uh, you know, you, you could pretty much travel anywhere in the world and fit in if you're a, a witch in anywhere where there's witchcraft worldwide in any country. Because it's the same. It's not necessarily manipulation, you know, against God. A lot of these people don't know God exists, but it's the idea of control. And it's the idea of, of, of putting into practice quantum mechanics and quantum physics. It comes from the fallen angels, which is advanced technology. So witchcraft is advanced technology. And it basically takes sympathetic magic, which is using you know, you know, objects and symbols, to represent uh, you know, people and events, and then trying to influence them through the use of the objects, uh, you know, creating a circle, which is sacred space, meaning the world, and then moving the pieces around in there to try to get the result that you want, which always winds up with a backlash because God is not pleased. You know? and, and so there's a dissatisfaction with witchcraft because they realize that it's derivative power. It's not direct power. It's not source power. It's not creator power. It's derivative. So when there's secondary or derivative power, it doesn't measure up to the ultimate power. So they keep doing rituals over and over and over again, more and more, and when it's not working, they double down, they triple down. But they will never have the power that God has that, that gives out, that, that is with every, everyone that believes in the Lord, everyone that is the Lord's, of children of the Most High God have direct power and are themselves uh, powerful. Even though they're in an inverted position on the earth right now, it looks like they have no power, they do have the power. And if they exercise the power, then they wouldn't be here anymore because this world is not amenable to that kind of power. In other words, that kind of power is, is the rule is on this planet to deny, to, to restrict that power. Let people think witchcraft is the ultimate power and see if they can find out about the ultimate power, really, even if it's not in their face or even if they don't witness miracles. As Jesus said, it's better for someone to not see and believe than just see and believe, right? Faith is the belief in things unseen. So you don't get to see a lot of this stuff in your face and like magic tricks, like, like the kind of thing that uh, Moses and, and Aaron did with Pharaoh. You don't get to see that stuff. That stuff is reserved for certain times or Elijah uh, with a burnt offering and then slaying the, the, the prophets of Baal. 
you don't get to see a lot of that stuff unless you're really, you know, in a very impoverished situation so that, that every, every time people are fed, it's a miracle. It shouldn't have happened, but it did. And then people are very attuned to miracles and healings. And you can actually get to the point where everything is God. You know, everything is everything is everything has got life, and everything is a miracle. You can get to that point of sensitivity to 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 God, and then of course God loves that because then the whole world changes into this. You know, none of the evil counts anymore. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It's like you know, my tone today is pretty dismissive of the American government, and it's it's not like, well, if you want to see a change, you become a politician. No, no, no need. Because it's not about the individual, it's about the collective. And that's just anathema to God, so it's like, it's irrelevant to me. It has nothing to do with me. Oh yes, it does. We, we can't stand that people like you walking around, you need to either join or be you know, pushing daisies. Yes, we know that's your policy, but that's based on your ignorance. So because you're ignorant doesn't mean I should join because of ignorance that you have. To make everyone feel happy in their ignorance is, is uh, the blind leading the blind. No, thank you. The best you've got is derivative power, which is also conditional power, meaning it could be taken away at any time. The minute you stop uh, doing your evil, boom, gone. You're just like a feeble old person now, just hoping to get by to the next, you know, uh, to the next uh, doctor, to the next Medicare doctor, to the next you know, copay with drugs, you know, to the next, whatever it is, your God that you worship, the big pharma that keeps you going, the serpent wrapped around the staff is your God. And so you just basically live from doctor appointment to doctor appointment, you know, and that, and that, and while your family is dissing you and hoping you die while they're planning in the back room to bring back euthanasia for anyone over 50, uh, for the good of the planet and for climate change and for the good of Mother Earth. So I, I would say that at this point, you know, waiting for the next shoe to drop, uh, it'll be a doozy. Um, to be prayed up, to be in constant prayer, to be in constant, you know, uh, guidance from God of where to go, what to do, who to speak to, and to be in constant prayer because, you know, you know, you know, when, when, if the alien ship opens up and says, come on in, you know not to go there, right? (laughs) We're really angels. We're going to take you to God. You know not to go there, right? You know, for example, when, when there's a free gift and nothing's for free, right? So, you know, there's a trick. There's a hitch. You know that the government lies to you, right? So there's no need to believe any of that. Or even there's no need to watch debates, right? You know Trump can't save you. You know, they're, they're, they're basically taking out the entire military that, you know, and all, marshalling all their resources to stop one man because he could ruin everything. What they really want is you not to wake up and to wake up one day in a hellhole called collective totalitarianism, and you're just a number. Go watch that movie Identicals. It was a it was a uh, award winning Irish film from two, 2016 
take a look at that one. That that that's a very interesting. You know, there's a lot left out, a lot un, unexplained, but it's a very interesting dystopian view of things. You know, in a, in a certain way. I just started watching a series too, and I forget what the name of it is. So I, I'm um, gonna withhold till I see a little more. It looked like almost like a David Lynch film, and uh, and I was thinking, is this a you know, well, what is this? This is kind of a well. We'll see where it goes. You know, I, I need another couple episodes to see if it's gonna if they're gonna come clean and be honest. Or are they gonna just go ahead and bury the truth and pull their punches? We don't know. If they're pulling their punches, I'm not going to recommend it. Like I did recommend God is a Bullet because that's really just exposing the satanic abuse that's all around us. You know, it's all it's everywhere, and now it's tied in with the upper class, down to what you might just call the street thugs, and they're all they're all engaged in the same cult. And so that was a pretty informative thing. I think that um, when the press says there's no such thing as Satanism, satanic ritual abuse, uh, human trafficking. Um, you know, pedo networks, uh, you know, uh, bloodline elites. When they when they poo poo it all as conspiracy theory, you've got to feel sorry for these people because I mean, they're the, the, now you're talking about you know, willful stupidity, you know, willful blindness in order to get a paycheck. The only reason they deny the truth and 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 they do that and they obfuscate two reasons: one is gatekeepers to keep people talking about that stuff out of the limelight, and two, to get a paycheck. So they destroy their own lives, but they but getting the paycheck is sweet. They like going to ball games. They they like going to concerts. They want to have a life. So they're going to go ahead and lie, and say that you know, and lift up uh, the uh, you know the, the false memory syndromes of people and discount their testimonies. I mean, they made Bryce Taylor, for example, who was like you know wrote this book, you know, thanks for the memories, and it was a really sassy book, and it really named him and shamed him all the way through. She didn't have any reason to lie. She had made no money on it. And then she withdrew it because she got intimidated. And she went and she goes, I just want my life back. I forgive everyone for hurting me. And I just want to have my little life. You know, I, I, I didn't mean to open Pandora's box. Anyway, the press won't deal with that because they don't want to destroy their icons. They're, they're you know, they're Ronald Reagan's, they're Bob Hope's, they're, you know, uh, uh, you know, they're icons from Hollywood. They're, they're you know, the... The, uh, the people that, that have such a great reputation, how could they be involved in blackmail and, and pedophilia and human trafficking and Satanism and human sacrifice? How, how could they be involved in all that? And the answer is, well, in order to you know, become the celebrities they became is how they got involved in it. Now, power knows no bounds. You know, You start getting greedy for that stuff. It's like, you know, well, the other guy won't go that far. He won't go that evil. So you go the extra mile and you are that evil. So you get chosen. And um, all of it, then they promise to keep it out of the public eye. So they build up your reputation as squeaky clean. But with the, uh, with the proviso that you step out of line and all that comes down in one second. So therefore, the entire game is rigged. So there, there's your best case for, for non-participation. When I say non-participation, I just mean, you know, um, really with your heart, you know, you don't buy in. You know what it is. 
So you make your, your decisions circumspectly with that knowing what it is in place. So you don't do something stupid like join the collective or join some group that's going to lead into that initiation, which then is a deal breaker with God. And that's the very much the whole. I mean, the deeper thing is, you know, well, where does the rabbit hole go? It's not, it goes to cannibalism. What do you think? Cannibalism. That's the end of the of the uh, rainbow. What do you think it went? That's the deep, dark, dirty secret, right? <laughs> okay. I think we're gonna yeah sleep off. Well, we've have done my best here to try to, you know, say the truth and comfort us at the same time. My experience with Jesus is that Jesus is my refuge and my strength. He is my rock. And because of that, I'm able to cope with a a lot of this stuff because I've known about a lot of this, you know, years in advance. And, And I had no one to talk to about it because everyone, you know, thought, well, you sound crazy, you know. And now, of course, we've all been vindicated. I mean, everybody is basically on the same page now. And we're hoping that the whole public gets on the same page, you know, tries to thwart off this evil. But has the world ever really been good? You know, has has anything really been good? We've had moments of it, but it seems like for every good thing that happens, the corrupt are always trying to, you know, to infiltrate and to destroy it, to make sure that there is nothing good upon the earth. And, you know, the face of that is Joe Biden, unfortunately. He's the face of destroying that which is uh, decent, destroying businesses, you know, you know, recruiting people for climate change and telling them that all society is evil and these are the people that wrecked everything, not us. And, when, and then when I look at... Um, Basically, people that have, you know, have diversified labor, small businesses and different things, and I see them getting on and being able to make a living and feed their families and stuff. I say, well, what, why is that so evil then if the government can't do it? And if the government is doing it, then who's making the decisions? You know, the human beings making decisions, who's going to eat and who's going to starve? Well, I'd rather be self-reliant then, wouldn't you? I met people in Maui just selling coconuts on the road to Hana. They would get out there and sell coconuts. You'd stop by, you get a coconut. You pay them. The tourists are all too happy to stop there and get one. They probably had a mafia thing going. You know, you can't be on that corner unless the, 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 the collective of whatever of Maui says it's okay. But, but basically, we'd stop and get a coconut. And I was very happy to have that because a coconut, I'm going to probably have one this morning. I like the young coconuts, though, that are just off the tree with the soft meat and the, and the really sweet water. Yeah, I mean, a coconut you can live on if you had to. It's like mana. But they don't grow here. Anyway, it's, uh, I always marvel at those coconuts because it's just the right size to take care of a man, you know, an adult, a woman or a man. It's just the right size to be able to have that drink to hydrate, and to have a little something to eat. It's just the right size, and it feeds one coconut, feeds one person. You don't have two coconuts. You have one. 
Isn't that interesting, folks? It really is. And, you know, I've always, because it could have been a little coconut. You have to go gather 10 of them. But one coconut feeds one person. And, and, and you're fine. I mean, you like to diversify, like, you know, well, maybe you get a spear and go spear some crab or something and then cook that over a fire. So now you've got some protein, some coconut, right? Maybe you want to pick some leaves. <laughs> There's your salad. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, getting a little bit lighter. I mean, look, I've just told you the whole thing, you know, again, just kind of recapped it. I don't know why people are dumb. I guess it's because they're afraid. They're afraid that if they that if they smarten up and they, they start talking truth, they're going to be punished. So they stay dumb on purpose because they don't want to be punished. Could we just say that? Say that's the reason? Can we stipulate that and agree with that so we don't have to keep wondering about it? They're doing it because of fear. Does, would, that, would you buy that out there? They're not really stupid. They're acting stupid because they're afraid that if they don't, they're going to be punished. I guess that would be the, the you know, when you're dealing with a, with a totalitarian dictator as we are, you know, Biden is basically the dictator and his administration is a dictator. When you disagree with the state, you're punished. That's what happens in, in, that's what happens in the kingdom of France. That's what happens in kingdoms. It doesn't happen in a uh, you know a rep, you know representational de- you know democracy or a uh, uh, a republic, a republic which is based on representatives of the people. Uh, the people's the people are important. In America, the people are trash, bullshit. The only thing that's important is the king Biden. For now, even though he's a puppet king, he's the king. And all power flows from the king to the king's men and nothing for the peasants or you or just the population which are disdained and hated by the government, by the king. The king hates the people. And so the king appeases the people, tells me he's going to give them all kinds of free stuff. He's going to lock everything down on climate change because he does have dupe. Now, those people who are behind climate change and COVID lockdown, they are stupid, okay? They're, they're through and through dumb. There's nothing I can do about that. Trisha's got that problem with her family. Um, they, they're all down with all that stuff, you know, and they've completely rejected her and they, they basically abuse her. They look down on her, kind of like, uh, gee, I wish you'd take the jab. And, you know, she's trying to inform them about the dangers of, of the COVID jabs and how, you know, some are more benign than others. But, I mean, most of them and most of her family will probably die 10 or 15 years they've had four jabs, some of them. So they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it into old age. She's going to be all alone. I'm sorry, but they won't listen. And they make it not just a political thing, but a spiritual thing. Taking the jab is now a spiritual act. It's It's a sacrament of the state that they worship, the state being God. And they take these jabs and they want more. They want more boosters. They can't wait for the next one. And they don't care about myocarditis because they feel they're being virtuous. And even if they die, they're still virtue signaling in their death. They do, they'd do it again if they had to for the good of the people because we love people. And actually, 
They hate their sister, Trish. They hate her. I mean, it may not be her specifically. They don't even really know her. They hate her personally. But they hate what she represents. Freedom, love, joy, peace. And a yearning for God. You know, a yearning for, for, for more. For life and more abundantly. Which Jesus put in her. You know, you relate to her just as Sister Trish. You see her the same way you, that you see yourself. But make no mistake, her family, there's going to be no Thanksgiving with these people. There's going to be no Christmas. Handing out presents, what for? Why would you want to hand out? There's no reason to hand out any present because everyone hates each other. Even they hate each other, and they're in the same group. And, you know, that it's become this political, spiritual fight of the people that take the jab and ones that don't. Sean Penn, who is admittedly, you know, he was dumb really before all this happened. He's, he's, he's just not an intelligent person. And that's okay. No one's attacking him for being like that, for being, you know, <laughs> a simpleton. No one's attacking him for being, a, you know, a village idiot. Right? And he hides it pretty well. He talks with bravado. It looks like he's smart. Right? He, he can fake it. But he still insists that, like, Maduro was the duly elected president of Venezuela and that Zelensky is the, is the uh, you know, is, 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 is basically to be worshipped. And anybody that doesn't take the jab, he wants them put in concentration camps or separated from society. And rather than if you take the jab, you, have, you, you shed on other people and so you're dangerous. People that take the jab, technically, if you're really doing this for health, you would separate them and quarantine them Right for a certain period of time, maybe a year or two, until that either the jab wore off or, or something, you know, you, you could eradicate the spike protein, which sheds on other people and gives other people diseases like cancer. So you have this problem that they've done on purpose, but the it's really in a sense an IQ test for people that don't realize that the government basically hates them and is is launching things that are trying to cull the uh, human race. And they don't, they don't seem to see that. I, I can't imagine how you would miss that yeah. unless you have a, such a low IQ that you could barely tie your shoelaces. If that's the case, then we're back to trying to wonder about how people get so dumb. How do they get that dumb to not figure out what... Because I have friends who did take a jab, the first one. Then they wised up. And that's perfectly... That's a lot of people. They're more into society than I am. Their, 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 their livelihood comes from society. And so they're going to give society the benefit of the doubt. And then they did, and then they realized they'd been duped, and they repented of it. So, you know, and, and they're really smart. But had they kept doing more jabs, then, then I would say they're willfully stupid, meaning they're willfully ignorant. They're, they're being ignorant because they want to belong or out of fear that they'll be left out or kicked out of society. So therefore, they will comply. They will conform. And, you know, people that conform usually lose, you know, 20, 30 IQ points right off the bat because you no longer think for yourself. You're told what to think and you're told what to do. You no longer are your own man or your own woman. The minute you conform, the second you conform, you conform in high school, that's it, you're done. You'll get in a good school, the right East Coast school, the right fraternity, the right club, the right golf club, 
the right law firm. You'll you'll go all the way, but it won't be. But you'll be you'll be going as a propped up, um, rigged human being that is undeserving of all of it, who's getting it because it's being given uh, freely because of compliance. People are chosen due to compliance. They're chosen due, you know, due to their, you know, what kind of uh, demonic uh, entity is within them that, and what kind of talent that entity has that can convince people to obey the state. The state being Lucifer. Very simple. The world is Lucifer. So, well, Lucifer is the god of this world. Well, of course he's the god of this world. He's the ruler of the world. Every single institution bows down to Lucifer. Jesus was called out by a mob to be persecuted and to be uh, crucified. And the mob knew that Jesus did nothing wrong. And they still called for it while they wanted to let Barabbas go. What? Yes. That's... Your, you know, Herod kills the firstborn of the entire, you know, region just to get rid of the idea of Messiah because Messiah would ruin everything. But I know the truth and Jesus sets us free and the world punishes people who are free. And the reason they punish is because they're jealous, number one. And like Sean Penn, they can't stand people that don't conform. They can't stand it. They want them, you know, basically dead. Sean Penn really doesn't want you in jail. He just would rather you didn't exist. Right? He doesn't say that because it's politically incorrect. But, I mean, basically he doesn't want you to exist in the world. He only wants people that are going to take the shot. And, you know, to validate his, you know, his foolish choice. And you'll probably hear something like, you know, he suddenly died for some reason, you know, no one even knows why. It's just, uh, you know, he lived 63 years or whatever, and, you know, know, he just kind of faded out is what I expect will happen with him. And also could be that in Malibu, where he lives, and where a lot of the celebtards live, um... The, the the shots there may not be as strong as the ones that they give them down down in the ghetto of Los Angeles. Yeah. The shots in the ghetto may be the kill shots, where the shots they give you in Malibu or Beverly Hills, uh, they're, they're going to be the mild shots, right? The, the shots that don't kill you. I could say more, but I mean, you already know. Everything I've said today, you already know. And everything I've said today is, is not like... Other days I've said it. It's just, it's just reiterating it so that we all understand what we're up against. So therefore, how do you live? Jesus. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Oh, Jesus. No, not taking his name in vain. Jesus. What's Jesus? The public does not understand what Jesus is. They don't know. They think he's a man. They don't get it. They think he's a man that lived you know 2,000 years ago. I mean, there is that, but I mean, that's not... That's not the half of it. I mean, that, that has nothing to do with what Jesus really is. 
You know, you say, what is Jesus? I am. <laughs> what is Jesus? I am. What about you over there? I am. What about you over there? I am. How can you all be I am? There is no you, buddy. There is no you. There is no you. There never was a you. But Satan wants you to put a nice reflecting mirror, a reflecting pool, right up to your face and make you think that you're an individual as long as you're part of the collective, which is the mirror. Jesus says you're an individual, but nothing is separate from I am. And by the way, folks, that's monism. That's not dualism. That's very similar to, to Vedic philosophy. You know, uh, I'm not surprised that most uh, preachers don't really touch on John 17 or they twist it to be, you know, or, or even John 15 for that matter. Or John 8 for that same matter. Because you might question the church and then you find they lie and you go, your father is the father of lies. You know, and they say, well, you're not even, you know, uh, 50 years old. And you say, you know more than Moses, you know more than Abraham, you know more than, before Abraham was, I am. I say that for me, before Abraham was, I am. You know, a guy, guy did some acupuncture on me and basically it didn't work. It just was like, uh, he was hostile toward me because he knew I love the Lord. I, I am total Jesus all the way you know just there's just there's it's just it's just a a thing it's just like a you know a waterfall to to deny Jesus would say well the waterfall that's right in front of my face doesn't exist can't do that the waterfall is there Jesus exists anyway so you give me this acupuncture and what happens well he goes, uh, he said something, you know, he quoted Lao Tzu. And he said, who said that? Lao Tzu, 500 years before Jesus, he says, boasting, you know, and pissing contest. Oh, yeah. And then the answer to that is, before Lao Tzu was, I am, okay? I've already got Lao Tzu. Wise man, fine. Before Lao Tzu was, I am. And that's the answer. And of course, that would shut him down. Now, I didn't say that to him, but I thought that. You know, before Lao Tzu was, Jesus is. You know, or be, be, you know, before Lao Tzu was, I am, which is even better, because that puts me in the same, in the same position as Christ, which is the whole point of being in Christ, being a joint heir in Christ, being, you know, jointly, you know, Christ. I am Christ. Before Lao Tzu was, I am me. Before Abraham was, I am. Before the world was, I am. That's what Jesus did for me. Now, that's a very powerful position to be in. Who knows what my powers are being used for? They're being used somewhere, probably to make the world spin around. I don't need to be conscious of it. 
God is God, you know, comprised of all these people and all these things and all these powers, all these, but really only one power, only one person, only one existence, I am. And a lot of people get all mixed up with that. They think it's a license to do whatever you want, like it's a license to sin. I am, therefore I'm the authority and I'm the only judge. No, I am, and I yield to I am and whatever that brings, but... uh when it has to do with my own mind and my own prejudices, my own ego, then it's illegitimate. I am goes beyond that. And then when it reincorporates that, that you were a finite human being born of a mother in the St. Vincent's Hospital in Los Angeles, you say, before my mother was, I am. And that's the only way you could be eternal. You would have to precede everything. And even more to the point, there's no pre-anything. You exist. If you exist, then you've always existed, you always will exist, because there's nothing enters or leaves eternity. It either is or it isn't. So I take great comfort in that. So though the world on the one hand is falling down, I don't have to really participate in it. I'm not really a part of it. It's not got any, It's got nothing to do with me. If these people want to destroy the goose that get laid the golden egg, destroy their farms, destroy their ranches, destroy their businesses, kowtowing to a bunch of spoiled children who demand to have you know Nike sneakers or whatever, and they're going to loot or something, it's got nothing to do with me. I can observe it. I can call them stupid, whatever. Short-sighted, ignorant, uh, but it's just in passing. I'm like on a train. I'm going by, I see what they're doing, and I'm going to make an observation, and then I keep going. The train keeps going and leaves them behind. Goodbye. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> nope. Wouldn't want to be like you at all, Joe Biden. Wouldn't want to be like you, Mitt Romney. Wouldn't want to be like you, George W. Bush. Wouldn't want to be like any of you slaves. Because before Bush, before Romney, before Biden, I am. If they want any power at all, um, they really can't have it because they're not, because they're separate. They're, they consider themselves to be separate from the I am, separate from the Almighty that the rules of the Almighty don't apply to them. So they think they're operating with complete sovereignty, but nothing outside God exists. So they're in a fool's paradise or an illusion and a delusion that they somehow exist and they're somehow important when in actuality they're not important and they don't exist. Before Biden was, I am. Meaning I am... And he is not. That's just the position I have. That's just the reality, the way it really is. Even though it's hard to get your mind around that, that's the way it is. Before any of these elites were, I am. Before anything was, I am. Therefore, 
I'm not subject technically to all the pain and trouble they're giving each other when they give themselves. It really has nothing to do with me, so I'm just going to walk on in peace, which is where I want to stay today, in some kind of peace. Hope you all get some good rest, and uh, let's hope that uh, the entire thing is, is profitable. And although all things are permissible, not all things are profitable, let's hope it's profitable. And let's uh, look, this was a nice intimate gathering here. It's like early in the morning before anyone's up. And, um, you know, it's kind of going to, you know, for me, it sort of set the, uh, it reset the day was starting off kind of grumpy and, you know, painful and kind of lousy and, you know, just thinking about uh, all the wonderful opportunities that's been stolen by this government, by this dictator, all the wonderful things that's been squandered all the wonderful opportunities that, that have been lost because of this, this dictatorship. And I look at the people, and the people seem to want it. So, you know, there's really nothing I can do. The people are not rebelling, folks. They may be w- waking up, but they're not doing anything about anything. They're just, they're just putting up with it at this point. They're the frogs being slowly boiled, but it's got nothing to do with me, and I'm not a frog being boiled, and you're not a frog being boiled. And that's about all we can hope for right now. That I take a lot of comfort in that. You know, we passed the test. We passed the IQ test. You know, your IQ is generally much higher than their IQ, number one. Part of that's because you were not indoctrinated. Indoctrination dumbs people down. You take your orders outside, not from within your own process. Your own process has the ability to reason once you conform, you give up that ability to reason. So your mind, what does it do? It atrophies. Your brain atrophies. God bless you each and every one. We'll see you next time. I don't know when that'll be, but next time there's something.
years ahead of time. I gotta do one more. <laughs> I would need to ruin. I need to do one more thing and ruin it uh, instead of leaving. And I just have to find this. What is it? It's the vigilante. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah I think we need to really uh, lay it on the line. And I really am going. So you keep talking in the uh, chat room or whatever, and keep praying together, and you know, love one another. Because, see, that little family you got there, that's, that's about all there is. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Kelly's feral cat is having kittens right now. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'd love to have a cat, but I, I, I can't risk it out here. Okay, here we go. Uh, got the suspect mouth under observation. Uh, it's that lighthouse over there. Why don't we get yeah, out of that big tree over there? We'll find you the suspect entrance card. I wait for them in the dark shadows.